Welcome to the Liver Alone Podcast, the podcast where two nerds who consume a whole lot of horror discuss their favorite pieces of horror media. From movies and TV shows to video games, novels, and everything in between. Because this is a spooky world, and we're just thriving in it. I'm your host, Sarah, the survivalist in your slasher friend group that will put up a lasting fight, but inevitably die because only the final girl can survive. And I'm your host, Ian, the fearless fighter in your slasher friend group that tries to save the day, but ends up dying because physical strength just doesn't win in horror. In today's episode, we're keeping it casual and having a little midnight chat, a little recap on season one and how this five plus year idea came to be. Plus, of course, we have the spookies. We're going to be talking about some interesting horror-related moments that have happened in our personal life. Some fun, some kind of scary and unreal, and we're still kind of processing and everything in between as we do. Before we kick things off, we're going to take a stab at this quiz that tells us our horror archetype. As you know, we have self-declared our archetypes at the start of each episode, but we're going to do a little silly little BuzzFeed quiz to confirm if we're accurate about ourselves. So I'm going to facilitate this little quiz I'm going to ask you the questions, and then we'll do me afterwards. Cool? Nice. Okay. First, pick a romance movie. Just Friends, Twilight, 10 Things I Hate About You, The Notebook, The Fault in Our Stars, or The Love Witch. Shit, which one did I cry to? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I really like The Notebook, but I also like The Fault in Our Stars. I think I saw that movie, yeah. Uh, I'll pick The Notebook. Okay. Choose a comedy movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mrs. Doubtfire, 16 Candles, Legally Blonde, The Goonies, or Heathers? Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Pick a musical movie. This is all movies. All right. Little Shop of Horrors, La La Land, Grease, Sweeney Todd, Pitch Perfect, or Into the Woods? Little Shop of Horrors. Nice. Okay. And choose an animated movie. Monster House, Hercules, Spirit, Monsters, Inc., Aladdin, or Coraline? Aladdin. <laughs> Choose an action movie. Uh, Scarface, The Crow, Black Widow, The Princess Bride, Indiana Jones, or Fight Club? The Crow. All right. And then pick a movie based off of a book. The Devil Wears Prada, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Call Me By Your Name, The Hunger Games, The Social Network, or The Shining? I would pick The Shining. Okay. Pick a coming of age movie. Mermaids, Pretty in Pink, The Breakfast Club, Black Phone, Lady Bird, or The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Did you say The Breakfast Club? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick, I would have picked, I would have picked uh, the last one, but I'm going to pick The Breakfast Club. Lastly, choose a horror movie. Misery, Scream, American Psycho, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, It from 2017, and The Lost Boys. I'm going to pick The Lost Boys. I knew you were going to. <laughs> I was going to pick Misery, but The Lost Boys just hits me right here. Okay, so this is your horror movie archetype. You're a monster. Oh, shit. What kind of monster? Any monster? Just the monster. You're the monster in the horror movie. Nice. See, I, I went the right way. I went the right way. Okay, I'll retake it, but obviously I'm not going to read out all of I'm the... Gonna... For comedy, Mrs. Doubtfire. Are we going to have the s- same answers? I don't know. I picked the best of them. I picked my best. Musical. I'm going to go with Sweeney Todd. For animated movie, I'm going to go with Coraline. For action movie, I'm going to go with Fight Club. I knew you was going to pick Fight Club, so you just like you said, I knew. Uh, a movie based off of a book, I'll go with The Shining as well. A coming of age movie, you picked The Breakfast Club, so I'll do Pretty in Pink. Wait, Black Phone is a coming of age movie? I'll do Black Phone. Okay, you don't well, remember that one? No. That, that's with Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was a good okay, movie. lastly, choose a horror movie. Obviously, I have to pick Scream. I'm the killer! Yeah. See, Yo! So you're the killer and I'm the monster. That's so funny. 
funny. That's a good couple. That's a good. <laughs> That's awesome. Huh. That was actually pretty fun for a BuzzFeed quiz. That was pretty good. Cool dynamic to end up with yeah that's cool let's get into the main discussion of the episode which is not actually a discussion we're kind of keeping it more chill for the end of the season more of like a wrap-up if you will similar to what we do on our ig lives because we wanted to keep it chill we wanted to have kind of like a midnight episode where we wrap things up make it nice and neat and perfect so that we can end off the season well and it's kind of exciting too to just end off our very first season ever it has been wild. Let me just give you a, a little bit of recap when it comes to analytics. And I'm also not only sharing it with you, the people who are listening, but with Ian because Ian doesn't really go in and check the analytics. That's more so what I do. Also because I'm partly obsessed with checking to see how we're doing. But we have over 100 downloads, well over 100 downloads. We have 500 hits on our website. We have gotten dozens of positive messages. I think we have almost 10 five-star ratings. And we're not saying this to brag. We're just saying this because we cannot believe the reception that we've been getting for our very first season ever. Like, Ian has never been on the internet. Like, he doesn't do content creation. This is brand new to him, just creating in general. But on top of that, like, we didn't really put this podcast out there until it was actually out there. And we've been getting such great feedback, and it's it's just been incredible. So, first of all, how do you feel about those stats? Thank you, guys. <laughs> I feel like like surprised. Yeah. What did you think that you were gonna get this much? This, this is the most views I've ever got. Yeah, <laughs> we've ever I mean, got. Yeah. Did you have any expectations? I mean, I I had a feeling that people were gonna watch it. Watch it. <laughs> people were gonna listen to us, and I had some expectations, but I know it was gonna be this big. Yeah, totally. Have you been getting like any real life kind of conversations where people will be like, oh my God, I listened to your podcast. It was awesome. Like your friends, family, stuff like that. Yeah. My coworker, he's uh, he listens to the podcast and he, and then of course he compliments and he's like, oh, you're the best. Because <laughs> like, I mean, this is my first time. I have no idea how to talk. Oh, but um, that's nice. I, he tells me, I mean, he gives me because it was a constructive criticism too. He's just like, you're supposed to know this, but I'm like, my brain is like, all that's over so place. funny. And he is right though. Like I know, I know. Like if there was a test, I would pass it. <laughs> like I would be like, this <laughs> like goes a horror, in, this goes in. a horror trivia. Yeah, a horror trivia. If yeah. there was a game and I'm on the line and I have time to think, I'm like, all right, this. Well, it goes to show that like yeah. games are hard, especially when you're put on the spot and you know that like you're recording at this very moment. So like the pressure is on, which is why I don't like you seeing the notes before we record an episode. Yeah. Because I want you to be feel that pressure. My brother too. Yeah. He always is like, when you guys, he's always like, when are you guys going live again? Like he's so excited <laughs> to see us go live. Like people like that. For those who haven't been tuning into our our IG lives, Ian has, I don't know why, <laughs> but he puts on costumes, including masks, every time, which has been two times total, so not that many. But it's it's become a thing now, which is kind of funny. It's been a great experience, I will say. Definitely a fun first season. I have also been getting a lot of comments like in real life, on social. I'm kind of like the one that's overseeing the social and stuff. And it's just so fun to see other people's excitement, not just from our friends and family, but people who are just, I don't know, organically finding us online. It's so cool. It's fun to see people from all over the world. I There's actually a map. I'm telling Ian this as well, but there's actually a map where we can check out our analytics and we can see people from all over the world listening. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. So, long story short, we are just so grateful. It has been a wild ride and 
like I said in the intro of this episode, it was a five plus year project. And when I say five plus year, it was actually more of like an idea floating in my head for majority of those five plus years. And I never really thought that I would execute it. It was just something like, you know, it'd be cool to do like a horror podcast, but I never said it out loud. I never said it to Ian. I never said it to anyone. And then a couple of years, I would say a year ago, a year and a month ago, I mentioned it on my larger Instagram. So I have like a separate Instagram account where I do content creation. And I got a lot of DMs of people saying like, you love horror and we love hearing you talk about horror. Why wouldn't you do it? Like, just do it. We'll listen to it. And so at that time, it was like maybe a handful of DMs. And I thought if a handful of people listen to this podcast, I feel like it would be worth it. It would be fun to do it because it's simply fun. Like We love horror and we love talking about horror on the day to day. So if just a few people even listen to it, it's it's worth it, I felt like. So that's yeah. when the project kind of started for me. And at the time, it was an independent project. It was just me. Basically, six months into the project of me kind of prepping everything and making sure like, okay, everything's set up to go. Now all I have to do is kind of prepare for the launch of the podcast and then record the actual episodes is when I actually asked Ian to come on board, which was really funny. I did like a whole presentation. I did kind of like some... Just selling it. <laughs> I was definitely selling it. I was definitely... Because I wanted I wanted you to know that I was taking it seriously. And I wanted you to feel like you would take... Like, if you were to come on, I would want you to take it seriously also. But I did, like, a whole presentation for Ian. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun to make the presentation because I had, like, funny screen references throughout the presentation. I'll put some clips on our Instagram at liveralonepod. But then Ian got on board and then it was from it was six months from there. So basically it took us a whole full year to execute this podcast, an active full year out of the five plus years. And then we launched at the end of August. It was a lot of work. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. What did you think that it was a lot of work? At first I thought it was a lot of work because she gave me like this big presentation. I was like, what is all this? And See, like, it, it threw, worked. It fell on top of me. And then I was just like, you know what? I was like, I want us, I, I want us to do something together and something that we really love to do. And every, I mean, every weekend we watch a horror movie. Like, like we strictly watch horror. So it's like, <laughs> why wouldn't it be us? Why, why wouldn't it be something that we could do? Yeah. So in a way, I was like, we were destined to do this. And if <laughs> the thing is, we're doing it for fun because it's a passion of ours. Yeah, totally. Totally agree with you. And like, I think that was the biggest doubt for me that which is why it took me six, at least six months to even tell you about me doing it, because what do we have to share that other people would be interested in hearing about? And then exactly what you said, I thought about, we only watch horror. We have these conversations all the time with each other, as is. We have actually a lot to share about horror. And definitely, like, if you think about it, when we have conversations with other people in our lives, like just personal conversations, we are the only two that are like so well-versed in horror. So it was kind of like, duh, of course this was meant to be. Like, of course it made sense for us to do it. So... I'm glad we were able to do it. I'm glad that we kind of like dedicate time in our week. Like we obviously <laughs> live together, but yeah. we dedicate time out of our week to do something like this. And it's it's fun. It gets the creative juices flowing. And I, I like doing that. Obviously, you know, I like being creative, but it's fun to see you be creative as well. Yeah. And then we, in a way, we learn new things that we didn't know about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the way that we think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because yeah, now it's like we're analyzing the movies. That's the so horror. true. There was a lot about, this, particularly the Scream episode, 
the original Scream episode that I didn't realize that you looked at it in that way. Because most of the times you're just like watching it with me and you're like, yeah, you love watching it. So I love watching it with you. But you never really like yeah. shared your perspective. So that mm. was a that was a cool episode. Speaking of episodes, what was your favorite episode to record? Favorite episode? I would say Scream. The first Scream mm-hmm. was my favorite because you've seen it so many times. But now you got to like you got to hear exactly what I thought about it. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like you thought I just watch it and like, all right, that's it. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we've seen it so many times but i'm like i'm i'm there i know what's going on and i liked speaking about the other scream the newer one the newer one i li- i think i like those two as well i think i have a feeling that you really like those also because we're so passionate about scream so get getting to talk about it is exciting i will say i don't know what it was about the yellow jackets episode oh yeah <laughs> but we got really riled up about the yellow jackets one and that was very fun and i think I, I got a lot of feedback from that one saying like y'all had a lot of thoughts about it. So I think that was also fun because I didn't expect us to get all riled up about Yellow Jackets on the podcast, but we did. And it was a surprising, like a fun surprise. So let's talk about our inspiration for our intro outro music. I think that was a very fun tidbit before we launched the podcast where we had a lot of fun kind of brainstorming this. So shout out to Henry Martinez, who did our music for our intro and outro. He is a longtime friend of ours. I've known him since college and he was down. He was 110% down to do the intro and outro music when I hit him up after, I don't know, years <laughs> of, of not talking to him. And he was just so awesome throughout the entire process. So shout out to him. But I will say... My biggest thing for the inspiration was that I wanted it to sound nostalgic because I feel like we touch on a lot of nostalgic vibes when we're talking about these movies from our childhood, from before that and what have you. So I wanted it to sound nostalgic. I wanted it to sound, I don't know, 70s horror slasher, 70s, 80s horror slasher. I I don't know what I pictured in my head when I thought of the song was that I wanted it to feel like when you pop in like a VHS of those 70 80s horror movies and it had a super freaking cheesy intro there's other shows that we watch too mm-hmm. horror anthologies horror, yeah and they have like this 80s kind of vibe to it like a synth so yeah I, was like, I wanted to get that synth in there the synth is so important i feel like for both of yeah, us because it sets the mood and you feel like the darkness coming over you yeah and it's very <laughs> retro yeah. it's like a sound that you only associate with a certain decade or decades and every time it comes on, you're just like transported to, to those decades. Also, it kind of ties into the vibe that we have in our podcast studio, which is our home office Our you know, like we do all of our work in this area, both creative and professional. We have like these vintage bright orange curtains. We have the neon sign. We have like the funky artwork. You see it in like our clips whenever we do like reels or TikToks and stuff like that. And then we have like the checkered pillows, everything is pretty much retro. And I wanted that to kind of be cohesive throughout everything. And I feel like it works. When we had our conversation with Henry and creating the song and what have you, we looked through a lot of those documentary TV shows about horror that had very similar synths and sounds. And it was eerie, it was dark, it was creepy, but it was also whimsical and fun. Also takes you back to like retro arcades and stuff like that. That was also the inspiration for like the kind of me being on the telephone voice in the intro. One highlight that I wanted to talk about is, at least for me, uh, tweeting Matthew Lillard. I know this is not really a big deal these days. We're we're in the TikTok age, y'all. 
if somebody like if a celebrity comments on your tiktok that's like whatever nowadays if a celebrity shows up in your tiktok that's almost like whatever these days but years ago when twitter was actually twitter i sent a tweet out into the void and it was just something very silly something like i'm gonna pull up the tweet i'll share it on social media too so you can see the proof of it honestly matthew lillard as stew and scream was the best thing to ever happen hashtag those are the rules hashtag liver alone (laughs) i put hashtag liver alone and i can see here that i tweeted that in may of 2018 and then he responded and he said i'm pretty sure the best thing to ever happen is puppies and like it's the most simplest interaction with a celebrity and some will argue that he's not like the biggest celebrity but as someone who has seen this guy on the screen more times than i see like my family (laughs) in a year year, it was a big deal and in 2018 it was a huge huge deal at least for me so that was definitely like a nerding out moment and i i will always tell people like people who love scream I will always be like, oh my god, look at this tweet. But you remember when we did that, um, what was it, that group video thing? It was, it was like during COVID time, so like events were done virtually and it was with the whole Screamcast. Yeah. And it, was, it was alive, right? It was so you live, could chat. Yeah, so we saw everybody and we were typing stuff and they were, they were talking back to us too. Yeah, that you're was right. Really, that was like, that's how, much, that's how much we love Scream. That was such <laughs> a fun event and it's kind of cool that we were able to do it from like the comfort of our home. I feel like having those events in person it's a lot harder to get tickets first of all but also get the cast or the celebrities that are speaking to acknowledge you and so those virtual events were really cool in that they would look through the chat and actually chat with you so that was really cool and they were very intimate they were very personal sitting at home and it's like it's so weird like you're seeing Sydney sitting at her house just chilling chatting with you while you're at your own home and the cool thing is that we I think we paid for it too, right? Yeah, I it was so. a ticket, but it, we it's like we're still giving back money to the cast. Yeah, it was for super all these intense. years. We're still... Yeah, it was super, super cool. And they were so passionate about Scream, and it's been so long. I remember Rose McGowan was crying. Yeah, because she remembered like how many years. It was amazing. It's like yeah. it has touched them so much, and it's really nice to see that. It's kind of like endearing to see that from like these big celebrities, because that's how it feels for us too. So it's like it doesn't go unnoticed that they care about it as much as we do, too. That was a good one to call out. I want you I want you to tell the audience about what happened earlier this year, which is that you emailed a, ser- a serial killer. All right, I'm not going to put any names in this. No but, names. <laughs> but I can say who the serial killer is, all right? I mean, it's, it's in the news. You can definitely do that. So, all right, so here's how the, here's how the story goes. So I was in the basement working out. And then Sarah's like, do you know this guy, the serial killer? No, I didn't say serial killer. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. you were like... Have you ever worked with... Have you ever worked with... Because I... All right. So so I work for a a plumbing company and we work with a lot of architects and engineers in uh, New York City. So she texted me, do you know this architect? Because I need to work with a lot of architects. So she she gave me his name and I was like, nah, I didn't work (laughs) with him. Because I I was... I I guess I was working out and I was just like, I can't remember because I was just like, whatever. So then I, we, I sat on it, did my, whatever my workout, came back upstairs, sitting down. I was like, you know what? Let me search this guy's name. So I searched his name and I and I worked with him. <laughs> you <laughs> she, found emails in like your archive. Email, yeah, I found emails in my archive, which was like uh, maybe a year or two ago. And then I was like, I was like, why were you asking me about this guy? Because uh, I did work with him. And then she's like, she 
started cursing me and I was like, yeah. And I was like, I should I should have listened to you the first time. And then she's like, he's a serial killer. They called him. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so I was running around and shit. And I started texting like everybody in in my office and everything. And they, and they were just like, what? Crazy. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. I, How did was, you feel about that? Like knowing that you emailed the serial killer. And we don't want to sensationalize this. It's just our experience of having encountered something like that. I Let's just reiterate here. This is not something that's common to email a serial killer, to be in touch with a serial killer. And when things like this happen, it's it's very shocking, first of all. Yeah. But like you you get an experience from that, too. I think the point is, is that we've experienced something and we feel a type of way about that experience. And we're just talking about our own individual experience. So for Ian, it's just like I feel like when you actually have interacted with something like that. You feel the type of way, right? Yeah. When when I found out, I was just like, "You don't know who you don't know who's who in this world." <laughs> it's just, just like, wild. Like, not to be cliche, but you're like, you go out in the street and somebody just is hiding behind everything. And sometimes I even meet up with people, so it's like like on random occasions, we'll, or we'll zoom or something. Yeah. And we I never zoomed or anything. We just I just spoke with them back and forth. I don't even think I spoke to them on the phone. But, very brief encounter yeah but, but still I was like yo that connection and that experience is something that you can reflect on because it's wild serial killers are uncommon in general as much as we sensationalize them in the media it's not common that you come across a serial killer so for that to happen yeah. and for that to happen to us people who are kind of like really invested in true crime stories horror stories spooky stories is absolutely wild i didn't really feel like a certain way but then as as i realized that and i started seeing all the stories on the news i was just like shit <laughs> i was it's, like it's i was crazy. like how how it's scary it's scary to think about like you can come across this and it's also kind of scary when people are like well whatever like online and the reason why i'm saying that is because we posted a tiktok about it and a lot of people were kind of like well this is not about you or whatever or cool story bro but it's like Let's take a step back. That's actually frightening. Like, you never know who you're talking to. And that's the whole point of this kind of experience is that you never know who you're talking to. And not only that, that's a scary thing to think about. Like, that's a scary thing to have had happened. Who knows? You could have had more encounters with this person. I can't. I can't even believe it. And we actually saw a movie years ago that was based off of that serial killer. So that was also another moment where we're like, what the hell? We literally saw the movie about this. Yeah, of course, because we watch like we watch strictly horror crime thriller. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like it's all like, the spooky so things. So come back to yeah, come back. I'm sure for some people they would have been like whatever, but for us being so invested in this kind of topic World in cool. area yeah. subgenre or whatever you want to call it, it's wild. So we're gonna end this off here, and of course, as always, we have a question for the audience. So. Be sure to check out the discussion post on Instagram at liveralonepod and let us know what horror media do you want us to discuss. Like I said, this is the end of season one. It was an amazing season and we'd love to hear from you for future seasons. So if we love your idea, we'll potentially do a dedicated episode on it, whether we've seen it or not. If we haven't, we'll add it to our watch list thanks to you. And of course, we'll shout you out when whenever we do that episode. But let us know what you want to hear from us when it comes to horror media. It doesn't have to be a TV show. doesn't have to be a movie. It can be literally anything. We'll check it out. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for an amazing season one. This was awesome. 
And if you liked today's episode, if you liked season one and you want to hear more from us, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. It means a lot to us and it helps us continue doing the podcast. And we'll be back with a bonus Halloween episode. Surprise! We have a bonus Halloween episode coming next week. And then we'll go on break and return with season two on Wednesday, November 29th. Yep, right after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. That week after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. So enjoy your Thanksgiving horror. Oh, Oh, wait. Yo, there's a Thanksgiving horror movie coming out, bro. I don't don't (laughs) even want to watch it, though. Uh, It's the first of its kind, though. Shit, they stole our idea. Oh, my gosh. Killer turkeys. But for now. We'll see you in the kitchen with a knife.